Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. All right, start us up. Me? Uh, yeah, I did the last one. It's your oh turn. my. Start well, this thing to- up. Welcome to episode 39, and uh, I am brain dead as usual. I'm trying, I'm all wore out. I've been busy. Had church every night this week, working 10 hours a day, too, on top of it, and I'm trying to get ready for this bear hunt. You've been busy napping. I am fried, man. I can't think straight. I've been writing stuff down and trying to load the car. You're busy napping. That's all you're doing is napping. I should be napping. I'm, I almost fell asleep when we was recording last night. I know. I know you did. <laughs> For those that don't know, we're recording two nights in a row because yep. we got we're traveling around now. It's, yeah. time, it's that time of year we're going to be hunting. So yeah, after this one, this should be back on course. Um, a couple for, weeks, yeah. For a couple weeks until we meet up for Sika. But um, we're going to try to give you as the season goes. We're going to try to give people a recap from the previous week's hunting Yeah, as we go into the season. That's what I'd like to try to do. We should do live from the hotel, Sika hotel. We could do that. We should go live. We could do that. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. That'd be okay. It had to be on YouTube though. That's all right. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Let's do that. That Good idea. About time you come up with something. Something. I come up with something. Yeah. I got to do all the work around here. Yep. So I, today's Thursday. Uh, I leave Saturday morning. I go, I'm going hunting. Uh, you leave Sunday night for Sunday. bear hunting. Yes. And you're, you'll be gone for a week. Yes. Um, and then, uh, we should be back on, on track. If we don't kill anything, at least we should have some good stories for the next episode. Exactly. So your stories will be on, uh, episode 30. Yeah, so 40, 40, sorry. Yep. yep. All right, so today's podcast, um, I thought of it this morning because my trail cameras went ballistic. Hmm. Um, and not only do I have cameras in PA, I also have cameras in my home state of Maryland. Yes, I'm a non-resident to PA. I'm my own state. Uh, but it was the first cool morning that we've had. And would you say, because the farm, my new farm's not that far from you. What was it? Upper 40s here. Upper 40s, right. So with that cold front um, that that hit this morning, my cameras went nuts. And I saw on the PA farm, I saw four new bucks that I haven't seen before. So bucks are moving. They're shifting a little bit. Um, On my Maryland spot, uh, I saw a few bucks as well that I haven't seen before as well. So what we're going to talk about is what that kind of means and, and let people know that now is the time that, you know, you will start seeing this type of, uh, type of movement. So what's happening this time of year? What do you got? What's happening? Yeah. You mean the, the cool temperatures and the deer are moving? Yeah. Oh, well, there's, they're, they're probably traveling to different food. Right. You know, I mean, this, uh, 
it, it, summer's coming to a close and hunting season's starting and uh you know the the soft mast some of it's about used up by now mm-hmm. and they're going to start transitioning to uh plots and you know acorns 40 uh, stuff yeah they'll get into some of the buds and things because once the once the leaves turn brown they qu- pretty much quit eating them mm-hmm. you know yeah. you very rarely see a deer bend down and eat a leaf off the ground unless it's still green you know what's going to happen this year i think is from that drought we had for so long the leaves are going to fall off earlier i bet yeah i bet so, the first good rainfall in october is going right. to be there it's going to take out a lot of the because a lot of those leaves now are actually at least by me they're I mean, they're turning yellow a little bit. Yeah, we've got, uh, there's some, there's some maples down the road the guy has, and they turn red real early Mm -hmm. every year, like three weeks before the rest of the trees start to turn. Well, they're already red. Really? Yeah, they're already red. You know, it's crazy too, is they're the first ones that bloom in the spring. Yeah, yeah. And I think you're right about that. I mean, because... Look at what's happening to the acorns. Dropped early. Yeah, the acorns are starting to drop already, you know, and they're not big. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, there is a lot of them. So, maybe some will hang on, but I think, like I said, first good storm in October, things are going to drop. And it, if it gets windy, it'll probably knock down the rest of them. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be, they might be more patternable um for food sources anyhow yeah um you're saying that the acorns are wiped if they feed them all if they eat them all if they yeah if they if they drop and they eat them all you might be able to pattern them better at a food like at a plot or something you know Mm -hmm. might show up a little more steady Um, yeah otherwise though i usually hunt the acorn flats you know i try to get on a on a bench somewhere on the mountain and uh try to catch you've been up there recently is there acorns up there yeah yeah and and the funny thing is you know i see a normal size one but i see a lot of tiny ones and i've I've actually seen turkeys eat those little ones Mm -hmm. go around pick up those little ones you know you, you cut them open after you shoot one in the fall or something and they i find a lot of those baby acorns you know, so they'll, they'll eat them too. They'll clean them up. But what did you just say? You said something there and I, I, I'm, I missed that. Uh, stressed out. Yes. That was uh, what I wanted to key in on. Yep. No rain. <clears throat> no rain. Nope. We had that drought. Oh, well, for, let's go back. Let's start at the beginning of the year when we had, we had that very late frost. Mm-hmm. And then. It was drought-like conditions in the spring. And then in the summertime, we had this monsoon weather, and now we're back into a drought pattern. Yep. And it's going to start to cool off. And we had the episode podcast where we was talking about the guys freaking out because they weren't getting rain for their fall plots. Oh, they were freaking out, all right. Yeah, and then I actually, some guy recognized what I said in that podcast and he he wrote me a big long note there about um would the do be enough 
and I wrote back and said, absolutely, yes, if you're getting a good, you know, when when the dew point drops, you know, and you get a good hard dew every night like we've got, because it's been so humid that it's so moist anyhow, you know, even though we weren't getting the rain, but it was helping people with germination for sure. Mm-hmm. The dew, the dew sure helps. Now, yeah, if you live definitely. in a dry climate, you are screwed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Until you get some moisture. Yeah, I want to just touch on uh, the the shifting uh, with with deer again a little bit more. Um, but like you said, food sort, food stuff, food sources. Blah, blah, blah. Start over. Start over. Food sources are changing. So you got the acorns and stuff that, you know, yes, most, a lot of them dropped early, but you still have the ones that are still dropping. Mm -hmm. You have browse, natural browse at this time of year, that's drying out. It's going dormant. It's losing its palatability. And then bucks in general start shedding their velvet. Most of the bucks I've seen so far in Maryland, they're completely, you know, rubbed off so far. So when that happens, testosterone and stuff changes and they they roam out they venture out away from kind of like where they summered now some bucks like on my farm i made a video about this last year i killed a buck there called 210 and he basically summered on my farm and then he did leave a little bit in october but then he came back toward the last the last like two weeks of october so he came back and then spent majority of his time within that area right there, whatever his, I guess, home range would be. Range. Um, so he, he was within, he was using my property as part of his, his home range core area. Um, but I made a video about how, from what I noticed, is when you kill a buck, there's usually another buck that does the same thing as that buck and that's what i'm starting to see i have this other buck that's similar to that buck i killed last year 210 he pretty much summered there all year and now he he's there less frequently so he's probably somewhere else but he's still using my farm as his area Mm -hmm. but it's less than what it was in the summer but he's doing the same exact thing as the 210 buck same trails, same patterns, pretty much same times of day, night. You know, right now it's like, I would say with that specific buck, it's 50-50, 50% daylight pictures, 50% nighttime pictures. Um, and that's what I'm seeing with him, but he's doing the same thing. So you can use that. People can use that with, with certain bucks. You can kind of predict, uh, you know, what they're going to do if you have several you know, mature deer is that if you, if you take one out, most likely another one is going to do the same exact thing. Right. Um, so that's what's happening right now, this time of year, the velvet shedding off, food sources are changing. But another thing, uh, uh, can I add something real quick? Add what's, it up. what's happening right now too, is they're running in a bachelor group and they're about to, things start to ramp up a little bit in October rut wise, they're going to start dispersing each other and fighting them all, you know, chasing each other off and things. And yeah, that's what they're uh, doing now. That's, that's changing your patterns too. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I've got, 
the other night back here in the feed plot behind camp, I had 10 deer and seven of them were buck. And there's probably one out there I probably would shoot. Let's, and, re uh, let's rephrase that. You have a doe factory. Oh, stop it. No, what the neighbor guy told me was since I had so many does that it would push off all the bucks. Well, right but now you, I've got more bucks, bucks than I have does. Right. <laughs> it's kind of funny, man. And when I, when I look tell, over, tell him next time you see him, tell him to stop drinking the Kool-Aid. Oh, man. I, I, well, you know who he's been watching when he hears that, you know, when he's spewing that garbage. Yeah. But we ain't going there. But, yeah, right. I mean, I Not that's – that's going to uh that's going to make the transition for these deer also you know that what, everything's yeah dead. everything's changing yeah, well, everything's changing. what what else is happening too is some states you have hunting season starts so you start yeah, to get true. pressure on deer so then you know especially the bigger bucks and stuff they're kind of going to shift a little bit away from that right pressure to go somewhere where they're not that's technically not hunt not happening in PA right now because the season hasn't started. But what you also have this time of year is people, hunters like to wait till the last minute, start working on their property. So you may have a, a farm in, you know, uh, to say in PA, for example, uh, and your neighbors are starting to hang tree stands or near their right. doing things. So they're kind of pushing deer around in my state, Maryland, the season started last week. So that pressure is already happening because the deer season started so yeah people... this is the first year that i haven't had tree stands out a month ahead of time mm -hmm. and reason being is i'm thinking about going more mobile moving around a little bit with my sticks and things good yeah you know so i i, I didn't necessarily hang stands yet but what might happen though is when I go into an area and if it if it uh, works out pretty good, I might just leave the stand there and take my sticks down. You know, I always lock them up anyhow. <clears throat> but uh, my first time in, I'll probably go in early and set up and probably just leave the stand there. You mm -hmm. know, but I have I I have an idea where I want to be. I go I go mainly same areas every year anyhow mm -hmm. it's good spots and i have cameras up and I'm, i get intel that way and i know that it's beneficial to sit in those areas and i'm gonna see some deer so oh, I, mean, I, deer. I know i know where i'm going i just i haven't usually i have the stands up at least a month ahead of time but that also telescopes to the next guy scouting that, uh, oh, hey, this must be a good spot. There's a stand there. You know, so this year I'm not going to telescope my spots. I'm just going to roam around, go mobile a little bit and see where everybody else is going. And hunt away from them. Hunt, hunt the next tree beside them. Yep. Like they do to me. Right. Me too. <laughs> I get kids running around. I get people running around. <laughs> I get people stalking. And dude, I can't. I cannot believe that last camera pull. I had all them people on my camera. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. You're bitter about it. I am. I've never had, never had people back there snooping around, and now I got a freaking circus parading around back there. Might be time to move. And the criminal too. I caught Ooh. the criminal on my camera. Criminal. Yeah, the dude that broke in. 
mm-hmm. to that rental cabin there. Yeah. I got them on camera. Not once, but twice. I could have, I could have, I could have broke the crime scene wide open with pictures. America, America's most wanted. Yep. I could have caught them and got the reward money, but I kept quiet and they caught them anyhow. Right. Oh, but, they did catch them? Yeah, they did catch them. Well, that's good. Yep. Yep. Good. So, yeah, I mean, it, like you were saying, food shifting, deer pushing each other around. Um, well, let's talk about food changing because what's changing? The, the natural vegetation is starting yeah, to natural vegetation die off. Is starting to go dormant on us. Yeah. And then the leaves will drop. And you might. If you have any woods plots, they might perk up a little bit before they go dormant again, since mm-hmm. you'll be getting some sunlight, daylight, heat down to the ground. You know what I noticed is that the old farm had lots of goldenrod mm-hmm. around the edges and stuff. Mm-hmm. The deer would not touch that goldenrod until, until right about now. Yep, until. It would it would start to flower, you know, yellow flowers on it and stuff, and they yep. will hit it now for you know, a couple of weeks and then it just goes completely dormant. But, um, they wouldn't touch that. Not that I witnessed that, uh, they didn't ever really hit it during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and ragweed as well. You know, they, ragweed is really high in protein. Oh, they love ragweed. Um, I saw some data analysis on that. Uh, it's high in protein. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you have goldenrod, it's good stuff to have. Um, obviously, have a balance of stuff but they will they do eat it it's just it's a certain time of year last year i saw some deer go across the field and they got to my screen and the screen was nice and mature and it had the seed heads on it and one was bent over and that deer was gnawing on that seed head totally surprised me mm-hmm. but when you think about it sorghum is grown a lot of times and put in chop. They chop it for for cows and stuff, you know. So there is a, a certain sweetness to it, I guess, at maturity. So it it shouldn't surprise me, but you know, normally we we always tell people, well, don't use food source for your screening because that just attracts deer to the screen, and then you're trying to get by them, and they're right on the other side eating a corn. Mm-hmm. You know, eating off a corn, an ear of corn you know a lot of guys try to use corn for a screen uh, to eat your own but i don't think it's a good idea we always say you know use something like an egyptian wheat or a sorghum that's not so food attractive and the there's, row, there's a screen high. a screen out there that i saw that had buckwheat in it it had oh. sorghum it had peas and soybeans in it oh why would you use a screen for that? That doesn't even make that's sense. A, that's a food plot. Yeah, that's a food Man. plot right there. Yeah. Doesn't even make sense. No, huh? it's like it's like uh, wiping before you poop. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Well, that uh, hopefully that pretty much sums up you know what what's happening this time of year. Um, I think we'll go ahead and end thirty nine because you got some stuff to get ready for for uh, bear hunting. Yeah. I got some stuff to do and yeah. So everybody, when you come back, you got to oh, give yeah. us that bear update. We should have stories.
We all have stories. Even if I don't kill one, why? We'll have maybe, stories. Maybe we'll have some good stories. Because you got you'll have some bear hunts. I got some deer yeah, hunts. I'm primitive going. camping and yeah. I haven't been camping since I was a kid. So the stories from that alone should be entertaining. Yeah. You're gonna get attacked <laughs> by a bear. Oh, don't say that. Nah, you'll be all right. <clears throat> all right. Well, podcast thirty nine. Uh hope everybody enjoys the week listening and uh oh i i do want to say one thing before we go yeah three weeks without stick deodorant you're still on it yep three weeks three weeks i haven't used deodorant still using the lemon shield core body body foam foam. that's crazy yep Yep. i did i did five days because i was at the hotel camping and or not camping in a hotel but i was hunting and uh I went five days and I, I applied it, I think three times over those five days. Yeah. I've been, I've been able to stretch it out two, three days. Wow. Between applying. Wow. Which is ridiculous for how I'm a welder, you know, and I work 10 hour days. That's crazy. And it's hot in that building. Yeah. It's, it's real crazy. I can't, this stuff's legit, man. I hope the rest of the products are the same, which I'm sure tried, they are. Tried telling you that four years ago. You don't I'm listen. Sure. You don't ever listen. Well, I I was telling someone else about it, and they was like, "Stop right there! I got the product for you." And they named this other product. Mm. And I was like, "Well, maybe it's good too, but I'm sticking with this one. This one's already proved to me it's legit." Yep. So if nothing else, man, I I'll use that foam like crazy. I like it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, All right. Well, okay, uh, guys. We'll see everybody on number Updates 40. Updates coming. Yep. Update 40. episode 40. Yes, sir. Later.